Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, trying to encourage us to be in God's <clears throat> in God's Word and to be reading it. And we are in Genesis, continuing in chapter 43. So if you're not familiar with it, just listen to a couple of podcasts before this one and you'll be all caught up or read Genesis. And we're in the middle of Joseph's story here. And, of course, all the brothers are entangled. Now, earlier I had talked about, I think, uh, Simeon being the brother that tried to um, save Joseph from being killed, uh, but didn't manage to save him from being sold into slavery. It was actually Reuben the oldest. So Reuben's the oldest, and then Simeon. And Reuben had taught his brothers out of killing Joseph, said, hey, put him in this pit. With the intention, Reuben's intention was to come back later, rescue Joseph, and restore him to his father. And of course, they were three or four or five days journey from home dealing with the sheep and such. So it's actually Reuben who tried to do that, tried to save Joseph. Now, <clears throat> we're fast forwarding many, many, many years, two decades, and Joseph now is in charge of all of Egypt. And... His brothers are returning to buy grain from him, but they don't know it's him. And he has one of the brothers locked up, and he wants them to bring their youngest brother, Benjamin, to him. But again, they do not know that it's Joseph. They do not think Joseph, they do not know that Joseph is alive, much less that he is Pharaoh's number two man. So their father, Jacob, has finally said, because he's so hungry, go ahead and take Ben and go take double the money, take all this stuff, all these gifts. And so we start in verse 15. So the men took the present. They took double the money with them and Benjamin. They arose and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. Now again, they don't know it's Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, bring the men into the house and slaughter an animal and make ready for the men. For the men are to dine with me at noon. The men did as Joseph told them and brought the men to Joseph's house. And the men were afraid because they were brought to Joseph's house. And they said, it, it is because of the money which was placed, replaced in our sacks the first time that we are brought in so that he may assault us and fall upon us to make us servants and seize our donkeys. So they went up to the steward of Joseph's house and spoke with him at the door of the house and said, Oh, my Lord. We came down the first time to buy food, and when we came to the lodging place, we opened our sacks, and there was each man's money in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight. So we have brought it again with us, we have brought it back, and we have brought other money down with us to buy the food. We do not know who put the money in our sacks. And the servant replied, Peace to you, do not be afraid, your God and the God of your father has put treasure in your sacks for you. I received your money. Then he then he brought Simeon out to them. And that was the brother that was being held captive. And when the man had brought the men into Joseph's house and given them water that they had washed and they washed their feet. And when he had given their donkeys fodder, they prepared the present for Joseph's coming at noon, for they heard that they should eat bread there. And when Joseph came home, they brought into the house to him 
the present they had with them and bowed down to him to the ground. And he inquired about their welfare and said, Is your father well, the old man, of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? And they said, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. And then they bowed their heads and prostrated themselves. And he lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your youngest brother, of whom you spoke to me? God be gracious to you, my son. Then Joseph hurried out, for his compassion grew warm for his brother, and he sought a place to weep. And he entered his chamber, and he wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and controlling himself, he said, Serve the food. They served him by himself, and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with them by themselves. Because the Egyptians could not eat with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination to the Egyptians. So they wouldn't even eat with Joseph. And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men looked at one another in amazement. Portions were taken to them from Joseph's table. Of course, they don't know it's Joseph. But Benjamin's portions was five times as much as any of theirs. And they drank and were, and were merry with him. All right, so <clears throat> that ends chapter 43. A lot going on. They finally have come back because they're hungry, because their dad finally got hungry enough. They have brought Benjamin, and they are reunited with Simeon, the one brother who was held captive, and held captive probably for a lot longer than he wanted to. He was probably starting to wonder if they were coming back for him. And they are having this feast at noon. So this big feast and in plain daylight, they've been told by the one steward that the money that was left in their bags, that was intentional. It wasn't for them to worry about. It was like their God had done it, right? And not the fear. They've given this gift to Joseph. Not Again, not knowing that it's Joseph. And Joseph has quickly paid little attention to the gift because what does he have need of anything? He has need of nothing. But he wants to be reunited with his family. He wants to be restored to his father. And this is super important to Joseph. He is acting pretty tough. And I suppose he's had to learn to be pretty tough and stern from taking care of Potiphar's house when he was pretty young, to becoming the man in charge of the prison, to now the man in charge of all of Egypt and really all the world, eating, being able to eat. And so Joseph is no pushover. He, and he is a leader, and he shows great wisdom. But he's also just a man. And we see here where he is, in one sense, very much toying with his brothers. Uh, but it is finally going to end. But it is curious how it does and even what he does after that. But the thing about reading God's word is the more you read it, the easier it becomes. And these stories, they're not, they're not just stories. This really happened. And what we see in the story is we see God being active and God working things out. Joseph is getting ready to say to his brothers that it was God who sent me ahead so that... You could come here and have food and we would survive the, this great famine. And, and so Joseph seems to get back in tune with God where Jacob, his father, 
does not seem to be any more in tune with God. Although, right as he sent them, he does say, may God Almighty go with you. But that seems to be the extent of his calling out on God or having, we don't, we don't see evidence of a daily walk with God, with Jacob. We see a lot of wrestling and a lot of mishaps with Jacob, not a daily walk, although he, he has made his peace with God. Here we will see Joseph, who seems to be clearly one who is more in tune with what God is doing, but still not perfect, still a man. So I hope that helps you guys be, and ladies, be encouraged. And if you're young, super young, like Briley, if you're listening to this, you know, one of the things about the Bible is always, at your age even, to be reading it, to be listening to it, and to always try to let it challenge your mind. Because there's a lot in here that maybe well, some people might say, well, that's that's not really for a young person. But actually, God's Word is is very good for a young person and to get them thinking and to challenge their mind and to give them wisdom and let it minister to them. So I pray that God's Word would do that, that He would open your eyes to His Word, to the ministry of His Word, and that you would walk in the fullness of of all that God has for you in the fullness of his, if you walk in the fullness of His Spirit, walk in the high places, and to be in that great place walking with the Lord. God bless you all. Talk to you soon.